This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're new to the show, welcome. And I would just say that Tony and I are going to be talking about a lot of topics today. So if you have a question that we're not getting to, please feel free to call 719-210-4242 to ask your question. And I would also encourage you to visit my website at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, you can click on the radio page and there you can check out past shows. We do lots of educational topics from healthcare to Medicare to IRAs and 401ks because we think a good solid foundation for your retirement success really starts with being able to ask good questions. So while you're there, you can also sign up for the radio show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So again, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I if you have a question. That number is 719-210-4242. So today we're going to be talking about how do you help your parents with their finances? And I just, I I really think this is near and dear to my heart because my parents are getting older and I'm starting to really have to think about these conversations, you know, and, and parents, they bring us into this world. They care for us. They show us the ropes and send us on our way out into adulthood. And I know Tony is getting ready to send his daughter out into the world. And, you know, where would many of us be without our parents? You know, that said, you know, there's a point in time when many of our parents are just going to need us just as much as we needed them when we were young. So, you know, as our parents age, many of us are really having to help them with their finances. And sometimes it's shocking to realize like these people that have been up on this pedestal your whole life, maybe don't have it all put together. And so what we want to do is talk today about what you should be expecting to provide for your parents with money. And so for some people, you may be in a good spot and your parents have been well-planned, but not everybody's in that spot. But in many cases, I just want to help you understand how you're going to be navigating Social Security, Medicare, retirement incomes, and I hate to say it, just that tidal wave of paperwork that's always part of everything to do with money and retirement. So with that being said, before we get into the show, I want to check in with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tara. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here with you. And uh, yeah, there's nothing I cringe when I hear you say tidal wave of paperwork. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that does not sound like fun. Uh, but uh, that's one reason why people work with you uh, to minimize some of that burden as well uh, in also uh, working with their parents uh, to help them out as they get older. Uh, You know, when our parents hit their senior years and have to deal with uh, certain financial issues, healthcare needs, uh, we do want to be there to help them out and the roles reverse. So I'm, this is an interesting topic there. I'm interested to dig into this one. 
I've had some experience with this myself and I'm starting to deal with it more with my parents. So uh, it is interesting. Now, uh, first though, how have you been? What, what's been going on with you and Chris? Are you guys keeping busy? I know you've been talking to a lot of people out there. Donnie, we've been we've been meeting with a lot of people because, you know, as I'm going through this process of writing the book, we're starting to connect with a lot of more people and they're starting to go, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I need to get a second look at what you're doing because I didn't even know that these were issues. And, and then, of course, Tony, writing the book, it's just really helping me get very clear on what the message is that I'm trying to say, because it's, it's crazy when you go, OK, you need to say that concisely. You can't just write, you know, a uh, John Steinbeck <laughs> <Yeah>. novel here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, so it's been, uh, I think if you could, you see those pictures from like National Geographic where they do the MRI scans of the brain and there's different parts of the brain lighting up. I would yep. imagine like I have a bright spot that's about to burn out <laughs> from all the writing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know you've been just going like crazy on that book and uh, you're sequestering yourself uh, this weekend to work on it some more. So I just, uh, I know the payoff is going to be big though, Tara. I know you're excited about it and uh, our listeners will be excited about it when they get a chance to get the book and read it. Uh, it's going to be great. And well, I, I just know it is. The thing, Tony, is, is it's really taking this whole team to come together because it's not just me writing. There's like all these people that have to help me with the editing and the typesetting sure. and the cover. And it's just like with our finance business, it's so hard to do it by yourself. And I just this concept of teamwork, Tony, it's just popping up in every area of my life. I have it in my military career with the teams I build. I have this wonderful team that's helping me with this book launch. You know, Amber Vilhauer and her team at NGNG Enterprises is a godsend. And then with the, our financial clients, you know, we have our team of our healthcare providers and our CPAs and our estate planning attorneys. And it, it takes, I think no matter what you're doing in life, you always have a little team helping you. Takes a team. In fact, does. your your original book title was going to be is something regarding team, right? Wealth is a team sport. And it's actually now become a chapter in the book because it's such wealth is a team sport. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Wealth and finances are a team sport. You have to, you have to have a good team in place. Oh, that's a, that's a great example. And speaking of teams, our topic for today, you know, I think this one's going to apply to a lot of people out there. Uh, You know, uh, generally speaking, people are living longer. We've talked about it on the show before longevity. That's big. And it means longevity, though, means a lot of us are going to be helping our parents out with financial matters. And I'm sure as we get into this, uh, you know, you have to do it in a way to avoid putting your own retirement at risk. And as we get into it, I'm sure that's something you're going to talk mm-hmm. about. I mean, when you consider all the people uh, who are in their late 50s and early 60s uh, that have parents in their 80s, who are going to need financial guidance. That's huge. It's easy to imagine people, you know, taking a bite out of their own retirement to help uh, their parents they love so much. Uh, But we need to be wary of that as well. I really do, Tony. And it's like everything we talk about that money is so much more emotion than it is to do with math. And getting into this topic of dealing about retirement with your parents, we really get into a lot of very touchy emotional areas pretty quickly for most yeah. people. And, and one of the things that can be very, it's, it can be a very uncomfortable conversation where it's, you need to be prepared for this. And this is why I bring it up because you may be wanting to, after hearing the show going, okay, I'm great. I want to see how my parents are doing. Are they set? Are they good to go? Let's get ready. And you go and have the conversation with this good intention in your, in your mind. 
and and your parent goes, why are you why are you worried about my money? <laughs> right. And you and you might be shocked. Like, what do you mean? I'm not worried about your money. I'm worried about you, and I want to make sure that you're going to be taken care of. But sometimes right. at that that point, your parents can get a little touchy and go, well, why are you worried about your inheritance? Yeah. And you're like what? not worried about an inheritance. I'm trying to make sure that you're going to be covered. Right. And and Tony, this can be very touchy, especially in situations where there's second marriages, step parents, um, oh, things yeah. that have been resolved. Well, because they percolate up, right? Because your parents are also getting concerned about, am I going to have enough money? And, and they get concerned because they want to leave you an inheritance, but then they also want to make sure they have enough money to be taken care of. And so it just brings up a lot of conflict. So I would just say going into the show, keep that in your head to go, Oh, you may be coming in and just trying to help, but be aware that the people that you're trying to help may be like, why are you, why are you telling me what to do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the scary part of it. And I think that's why a lot of uh, kids are reluctant to, and I say kids, but a lot of people, maybe in their fifties, even sixties are reluctant or have a hard time broaching the subject with their elderly parents to talk about this. And I think, you know, that's the biggest factor that prevents a lot of people from sitting down with their parents to discuss finances, you know, and, and like you mentioned, you know, for years, even decades, your parents were the ones calling the shots Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, you were the one maybe not listening to them so well, and they're trying to help you and they've financially helped you. And now the roles get reversed and that can be hard. It's really hard, Tony, and your parents raised you. So a lot of the baggage you have about money came from them. (laughs) for good or bad. And so now you're just in a situation of trying to, to help them figure it out. And it's it's a really touchy. We're we're going through that with um, with Chris and I with both of our parents. And so, mm-hmm. like in Chris's family, they own quite a bit of land. And so this sure. conversation has come up. Well, how are they going to divide the land up amongst the three kids? And at me as the the outlaw, <laughs> my only my only request is if they could figure it out before the before anyone passes, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so you have a have out. a plan in place because if you don't have a plan in place. You know who's going to get that money? Attorneys, the courts, and it's going to take years and years. So, uh, and why would they want to leave their family in that situation? But Tony, so, they they don't want to have the conversation. Right. They just don't. And so it's for me. I'm pulling my hair out because I'm a planner. I'm like, this makes sense. Just let's just take care of it while we while we can all talk about it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's so hard that it's like the logical thing that makes sense isn't always what is. It's not easy to do. Yeah, it's the same way with my my dad and his siblings and my grandfather, who's 100, but still going strong. And he owns farmland. And so there's just a question of, you know, what's going to happen. And, and, uh, you know, he doesn't like to discuss his finances with other people, Mm -mm. but he's 100. So right. <laughs> uh, he should have probably done it 20 years ago. Uh, but when he was uh, 80. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. He was only 80. <laughs> he was only 80 at the time. Uh, but he's he, his memory's better than mine at this point. So who knows? But uh, maybe he'll live another 200 years and it won't be an issue. But, uh, you, you know, I, I think having a plan in place, you know, now we're getting into a little bit of estate planning, but that's the, that's an important part of all this, right? Well, it is because it's just there's business that needs to be taken care of. 
and trying to figure out how do you have those conversations? Because what you don't want is the unfortunate surprise of maybe if your parents don't have everything organized, it's going to fall to you. And then that's going to impact your retirement planning and the plan that you have for you and your kids. So it's, for it's, sure. it's better for everybody just to good, better, ugly. Just, just figure out what the problem is that we're dealing with. Cause then we can start to solve it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, um, uh, another factor, uh, obviously, is it bring maybe what would help. What, you know, we're going to talk about some of the things that would help and, you know, working with a financial services professional, bring in a third party uh, who is, you know, uh, objective and a non-partial party uh, like yourself to help facilitate this conversation. Tony, that really helps a lot, because if you get that neutral person in the middle of the conversation, it can really help keep to the the problem that you're trying to solve and, and keep some of the emotion out of it a little bit. Yeah, it, it really helps. But, you know, so I think like one of the things, so if you're listening, make a note right now is one of the things you can really help your parents with and help yourself with is social security. Uh, and yeah. let me just touch on this because this is very, I have a personal example for this that I like to share for people just to kind of take note because for Social Security, there's still a lot of myth out there that you just need to take it as soon as you can at 62 because you wanna get in before the, the account runs out. Well, that gets into a lot that I talk about in the book, but with Social Security, if you take it early, you get it at a reduced rate and then that rate never goes up. And especially when you have parents that might be living long, then that makes a big difference because you might be living another 20 or 30 years after you start Social Security. So one of the things that you want to look at is the timing of when you take it. But here's the thing, Tony, is when you turn 65, that's also people start their Social Security, but they also have the option to sign up for Medicare. And there's that right now, there's that little window of time where you get to sign up for the extra insurance because Medicare only covers about 80%. So 20% of the coverage is still on you. And yeah. so I can tell you when my dad retired, he didn't tell any of us he was retiring. He retired early. So he started taking a lower amount of Social Security. And then, Tony, he did not get the extra insurance. And so what that means is he didn't have the money to pay for expensive procedures. So I was going to have to pay for them. And had we had a conversation in that point, I would have said, get the extra insurance. I'll help you cover the extra insurance because that protects me, protects you, but it protects me. And so these are the kind of conversations that you want to know that what's happening with what your parents are doing. Cause Tony, it really, a lot of it comes down to at this point about your medical care. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And healthcare and, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, and this goes into another topic, which is retiring early, uh, which we're, talk about on a separate show. It's a whole own show itself. But obviously, if you start taking Social Security early and retire early before you're 65, then you're going to miss out. Then you're going to have to pay for health care as well. But but back to the topic of helping our parents out with their finances, I think uh, it's yet another opportunity to remind people that they need to be working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional. I mean, if you're currently trying to handle your own finances, 
adding your parents' financial issues uh, on the onto the table or onto that is a lot to ask. And so, bringing in somebody like yourself uh, is you know somebody who's well versed with elderly people. Uh, I think that's great. So uh, now, at this point in the show, uh, let's remind our listeners how they can get a hold of you. Sure, Tony, because. <sighs> This is what Chris and I like to do is help people navigate through. It's you were bringing up a good point. It's not just one issue. Like you're like, let's talk about the topic of today's show. And you're right. But the thing is, is the topics interlace and they weave Mm -hmm. together. And this is why it gets complex. And so anyone who's listening that is starting to deal with this and wanting to be able to figure out how to help their parents and help themselves, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Tony, we set aside complimentary appointments for people that have listened to the show that say, I I would like some help with that. I would like a second opinion because I want to make sure I've got everything covered and I want to know what I don't know. And so, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. For those people that are ready to go, I want to plan and play because I don't want to have chaos erupt. Yep, exactly. Yep. You've got to have a plan. And I think we're addressing this critical topic today, which is helping your parents with their finances, your elderly parents. And uh, so what do you have next for us? Well, I just want to share some statistics because I don't want to scare people, but maybe just a little. So (laughs) I was reading this article and it's saying right now, 33% of baby boomers have no retirement savings. That's a lot of people, Tony. Yeah. And 32% of those currently 65 or older, they don't have any retirement savings. So so on the flip side, that means that just 16% of baby boomers have more than $10,000 in retirement savings. And I mean, just think about that, $10,000 in retirement savings. If you're working right now, you're making, you know, somewhere around $100,000 a year, and that's what you're living on. And then you're going to go from $100,000, and then you only have $10,000 in retirement. How's that going to work? And then, and so this is the thing that people don't think about. And it was, I was talking with my mom the other day, Tony, because as I'm writing the book, I'm talking with a lot of people and my mom is fairly recently retired as a doctor and she's sick and she was not ever planned for money. She said, I, I just kind of felt like in my head that when I got to retirement age, I just have social security and a pension because that's how, you know, that's what she grew up with. And she's like, you, you people really need your help because there's a lot of us like that, that we're, we're doctors or we're lawyers. We have our profession and we're not worried about money because we just feel like when we get there, we'll, we'll just have social security and a pension. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I didn't ever think about where it would come from. I just assumed it would be there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not good because, you know, social security, they're going to make cuts to that benefit to keep it solvent and uh, pensions have gone the way of the pension. So, you know, and that's just, the thing is we're in we're in this transition phase right now. And I really would like to foot stomp that is pensions are basically gone. <laughs> there are a yeah. few government jobs that may still have a little bit of pensions. But like I even know in the government sector, they're reducing pensions and bringing on board 401ks and TSPs. So it's a, a whole shift like pensions are going away. But people mentally haven't caught up to the fact that pensions are going away and you yeah. have to plan your own retirement. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the only people who are really still getting pensions are government employees, uh, certain government employees, and and it depends uh, on the aspect. And as you know, you know, there's still some military and government pensions out there, but private companies, even the big ones, uh, don't offer pensions anymore. It's a 401k and that's it. And uh, that's not the same as a pension, and especially if you're not funding it properly, right? And so uh, when you get to that point, when your parents get to that point, uh, a lot of them may have kind of a mess or they haven't properly planned or been working with somebody like yourself. So then it's up to uh, their children, their adult children to step in and maybe help them. And I know the kids want to, you know, the adult children, we want to help our parents. I want to help my parents. Mm -hmm. But it's like, uh, you know, when my mom had to go into a home for a while uh, because of uh, a fall and Parkinson's and rehabilitate uh, and she was incapacitated for a little while. And so dad didn't know what was going on because mom always handled the finances. So I had to take off work a few days, drive down there and be with them. Obviously, I wanted to be with my uh, dad to help him out and see my mom but um we had to go through files and get safety <laughs> deposit box keys and and get powers of attorney done because none of that nothing like that had been set up and so getting it set up while your parents are still healthy is so important but sometimes that's a hard topic to broach but i i know that uh there are other tips what else do you have for us as far as helping our elderly parents out with their finances so if you can get this done this is huge if you can get your parents to sit down with you and figure out if they actually have a retirement gap that's the first thing we need to figure out first we need yeah. to figure out tony is there a problem <laughs> because right because if your parents have set themselves up and they're good to go then whew, you're good yeah the first thing you need to know is, is there a retirement gap? And what this really means is how much money do they have versus how much do they need to live live on? And if there's a gap, now is the time. Right now is the best time to start figuring that out. And one yeah. of the big things at that point, especially if there's a gap, Tony, is you need to go, What? ask your parents, what have you done for long-term care? Yeah. And Oh, long-term care is huge. That's so expensive. It's so expensive. Nobody wants to think about it. Yep. And and I think a lot of parents, I think their backup plan is that their kids are going to take care of them, which if nothing else is in play, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. But the thing is, is we're all over the country now. Very few people like live next to each other. So if your parents are elderly and they don't have any long-term care, you have to start figuring that out. And so you yeah. want to go, we want to explore the options. Is there any kind of long-term care insurance even available? Is there any kind of um, whole life insurance that would be available? Or do you need to look at possibly relocating your parents, maybe selling their home and locating them next to you? Are you going to look at building a mother-in-law suite in your home? So it, it really opens a whole can of worms. But you can see if you have a plan for your parents to have long-term care, you're protecting yourself. Because yeah. if they don't, it's you're the plan. That's where we go. Okay, so the problem is we need long-term care, and then we go. So how do we create an account that's going to cover that? And then that's where you get into all the options. You could have a savings account at the bank. You could do something with whole life insurance. You could have a special account in the market. There's ways you can do that. But the problem is, okay, long-term care. And for me, what I want to do is try to create something that, if you need it, it's there. But if you don't need it, you haven't just paid an insurance company and you don't get anything back. Right. And that's where to me, it's like I want to stay in control of my money as long as possible. So it's trying to look at that. 
uh, you know, advanced planning strategies to go, okay, I need to take care of this problem, but let me look at it creatively and maybe there's other ways to do it. And that's yeah. really what we want to get into. And that's one of those things, Tony, for anyone who's like going, okay, I have this problem and I don't know how to solve it. Give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you really want to get into this question of how do I creatively solve for long-term care in a way that if I don't need it, I still have control of that money. That's one of the things that we really like to help people with. Yeah, and and that's really important, obviously. And so uh, we're talking about helping your parents with their finances. And uh, we've touched on a lot. I mean, things you need to consider like long-term care costs, how you're going to have that conversation with them, why it's important. Uh, what's another thing we should know about helping our parents with their finances? Well, and here's the thing, and I'm, I have mixed feelings about this tip, but I think it needs to be said is you want to start looking, you can start to look at streamlining things. And it's hard because you can like, you can streamline little things, but if you have the big gorilla of long-term care, the little things aren't going to matter. But here's what you can do is you start to go, well, I need to have this long-term care problem solved. If I start streamlining, then that can help fund whatever my solution is for the long-term care. And the streamlining can be one of the big things, Tony, is, is looking at the home, especially if you came from a large family. Do your parents really need to live in, you know, five to 8,000 square feet? Or are they getting to the point where they might want to downsize and maybe not have that big yard they have to take care of? And so there's there's things like that. But again, it gets into those conversations and it's it's hard to leave the family home where there's all these memories and, and things. And so but but looking at what's what takes care of the family and having those kind of conversations. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and those are the tough conversations, but it's so important. And once you do it, once it's all uh, talked out and talked about, everybody will feel better. It's just the initial, uh, you know, everybody's apprehensive to get this thing going and, and, and with a home, you know, with housing, you know, it's hard for people to say goodbye to a family home. Uh, but some, temporary discomfort and sadness might be worth it if it's safer and a more vibrant life for older folks we love and care about, right? It is, Tony. And then this comes back to like we were talking to at the beginning that it's going to take a team. So I can share again with, with my family situation because my dad made the choices he did in a vacuum so that we couldn't fix them. One of the things that we have been able to do is there's six of us. And so we've come together. I was able to help fund purchasing a house next to one of my brothers. And so that allowed my dad to move into the place where he has help. And then my brother was is contributing with his time, right? Because he's right there, right next to my dad. And then my other brothers are helping to contribute to the, the daily cost of just the food, clothing and shelter, you know, the, the light bills and the internet bills and those kind of things. So we've come together as a family and, and kind of pulled together to make it work so that like no one, no one of us is like going bankrupt because we're all of a sudden taking care of a new person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's really, uh, that's really interesting. And it's, you know, family needs to stick together, Tara. And we've talked about that before, but we need to, you know, family needs to stick together, not just when it's easy, but when it's hard as well. Right. Especially when it's hard. It's, yeah. I always say, make the plan when things are good. Yeah. Because in that way, when things are hard, you have the plan. If you're trying to make the plan when things are already hard, whew, 
Good luck. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> well, you know what? We're out of time. I didn't realize the time had just flown by. Uh, but uh, is, why don't you let our listeners know before we go how they can get a hold of you? Sure, Tony. So Chris and I, you can reach us at 719-210-4242 to set up a complimentary appointment. These are deep and heavy topics to talk about, and we like to help you work through them because the good news is there are solutions. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.